Now that you've taken on that big job, you shouldn't have to settle for the big box. You've earned a trip to Northern Tool, and we're ready for the details. We know all about the little things that make the biggest difference. Maybe that's why they call us a problem solver's paradise. From pressure washers to power tools, pallet jacks to push carts, Northern Tool and Equipment carries the brands you depend on, like North Star, DeWalt, Milwaukee, and Strongway. We're made for this. Come see us in-store or shop online at northerntool.com. Please stand clear of the doors. Hey, yeah, so, oh, man, we're on the monorail. Can't wait to go ahead and go to the Poly, go to Trader Sam's. Yeah. Hey, where's the waitress? When's the food start coming out? We're talking about waitress. We're on the monorail, man. Yeah, don't they serve food on the monorail? Welcome to episode 75 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Today we will be giving the his on Trader Sam's Grog Grotto and Tiki Bar. Did I stick the landing on that? You did, Alex. You did. You did. 10 points. 10 points? Hey, I give this, I'm not going to get too far ahead okay. of myself here, but okay. I'm going to say I'm going to rate this bar, Tiki Bar, Grotto, 10. I'm going to get right to the rating. Really? I'm giving it a 10. Yeah, I'm giving it a 10. For real? It's it's awesome, yeah. But let's go ahead and uh, what do you guys think about it first, Alex? What do you think about it? Um, I don't think too much of it because I've never been there. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it or watched a video on it. I probably should have watched a video before the episode, but I totally forgot to this week. Yeah, My why bad. didn't you watch a video, man? I don't know. I don't know. I really. Well, should. you were doing something actually useful for the show before you ca- actually came out here, though. Sure, because you were watching Mandalorian. Oh didn't yes, you? yes, I was yes. watching Mandalorian. Okay, which we're gonna be talking about later. So, right. but um, from what I hear about it. From the mechanics that operate inside of the uh the the cantina, I was gonna say. <laughs> um, I would say probably it's probably gonna be a higher rating if I ever went there. I have to, I'll wait till I go there to rate it, mm-hmm. but I would say easily it's probably gonna be higher than a seven. Okay, okay, and why is that? That's because Just of the history part, like because the... of the things that happen in the in, okay. the, in there, which okay. is cool. Okay, how about you, Jen? We we've, we've actually been here before together, right? We have, and I've actually been to both of them, the one at oh, Disneyland wow. and the one here. So I would rate the one here an eight and the one at Disneyland a, lo- a nine. Oh, so it's a little bit higher. And I guess we'll we'll talk more about that later, too, why you rated. Well, you can actually tell us right now. Why did you rate them di- a little differently? There are more... Um, animatronics and um i guess interactiveness at the one at disneyland okay That's why i rated it higher yeah i guess we'll talk more about that when we kind of get into the history because there's a lot of interactiveness in this one so i can't even imagine how uh they would be different um but i guess we're gonna get into it obviously i really enjoy i've only been to the one over here at walt disney world at mm-hmm. the polynesian resort um it's uh it was a blast it was a lot of fun uh, well, um, when we get to the history, not the history, when we get to the memory part of the episode, I'll talk about my memories of it. But there's a lot to look at. There's a lot going on. Um, and you're not going to get there kind of early, right, Jen? Very early. Yeah. Um, you, I feel like when we went, somebody was down there holding a spot in line, what, maybe half an hour, 45 minutes before yeah. it opened? Yeah, it might have been like 45 minutes to an hour, actually. We were there early. Is it open for lunch? No. No. Just evening? No. I think it opens like at 5, Jen, is it? 4 or 5. Yeah. Um, 
it's not really it's not a restaurant per se mm-hmm. so um it but it's it's so small and it's so yeah. popular that it, there it does a line a line forms I think we were even being that early. We were probably still the third or fourth party in line. Wow. Yeah. Yep. And you guys were staying at the Poly during that trip. And uh, I tried to go there this past Christmas. Uh, and we were, we were, we went to, where do we eat at? Oh, where do, I'm not sure where we stayed at. Uh, but we were, we were, I think we were staying on property and we were going there with our friends. And so we're like, hey, we're going to go to uh, Trader Sam's. I said, okay. We went in there and it was like a two hour wait. But we was later. It was like at eight o'clock, you know? It wasn't yeah. like exactly when I opened. I remember one time when I was with you and it was me, you, Christina, and we were in, uh, st- we ate somewhere. I forget where we ate or we're over there. You know, that's what this is. It. Like, this is no, because you. you said, you said, let's go to Trader Sam's. Yeah. And your wife said, are you crazy? There's no way we can go there and just get a seat. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I bet if we go there, we'll just get right in. Mm-hmm. We'll just get right in because you're first, you're Mister uh, Optimistic. Optimistic, yeah. So, and then your wife, the level-headed one, decided that was a bad choice to go somewhere else because we were in a Polynesian to go somewhere else to go to Trader Sam's to try to get in because she knew it was gonna be too busy. But we were there already at Poly, weren't we? I don't think so. No, because I think one of the, part of the argument was, well, you know, disagreement was. Why we're not going to leave here and go to a different resort to try to get into Trainers Hams when it's going to be super busy? Yeah, but where were we eating that day? Do you remember? I, I think we're at the Grand Floridian or something like that, or uh, maybe no we went idea. to the Gingerbread House or something. I it could have been Gingerbread House. Yeah, and you know we had probably had our kids with us. And oh yeah, for sure. It is kid friendly, kind of. I would say. I mean, I they're, think that's they're, one of the reasons you want to go. Yeah, because yeah. we had Emma and Nick. Mm-hmm. I don't think we had Link at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's one of the reasons you wanted to go. Yeah, and there's a lot. Of, it's just a lot of overall. It's a lot of fun. There's a lot going on, and uh, we're gonna talk more about that in the history in the show. Let's get to the his on Trader Sam's Grog Grotto and Tiki Bar. Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar is a tiki bar located at the Disneyland Hotel in the Disneyland Resort of Anaheim, California that opened in May 2011. The bar is themed in the traditional tiki bar aesthetic combined with memorabilia from Disney rides and movies such as Indiana Jones and 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. At last count, there are more than 1,600 items decorating the interior at the Disneyland location. So there's a lot of cool stuff in this restaurant. You know, last week we did the uh, Back Backlot Express, mm-hmm. which also has a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but there is also a lot of stuff in this one. I would almost consider this an attraction. What do you guys think about that? It's an experience. That's what I would call it. So experience? Okay, okay. Because, uh, I mean, attraction, I guess, would have to be some type of movement. But that's not really true for everything. I mean, would you consider the... um? The America at Epcot would that be an attraction? Yeah. So I mean, yes. I, I mean, experience attraction. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you said there's animatronics, so it's close, right? Mm-hmm. But it's mainly a bar, right? Yeah. Yeah. But there, I mean, you're it's experience, I guess, because you're experiencing. It's not just like any normal bar. It's right. totally different. You know, it's almost like a show. It's almost like I feel like you know you think about like the Hoop Dee Review, right? That's like a, um, it's like a show, right? I feel like the waiters and waitress waitresses in this place in the bar they put on a show for you for sure. So you would say it's on par with uh, the Tiki Room. 
What do you mean with the tiki room? The tiki room's like a show, right? Yeah. And there you eat food there, right? Yeah. No. Oh, we're talking about the tiki room. The tiki room, like with the parrot, the, the birds. Yeah. You don't, eat it. you don't eat food in oh, there. I don't know. I've never been there. You never hold on one second. Let's go back to this one because this what? is going to be. We've one. done the history on. Here it. goes the monorail segment. I'm going to start it out here. We've okay? done the history on it. I just don't remember if you the been tiki there or not. room with the birds. I've never been into it. The birds. You think it's like a restaurant there? Like they I bring you food, like appetizers? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe they give you a little. You know, hey, you know, the monorail segment wings. is us on the monorail, and Alex sits down and he's like, "Hey, you're going to start bringing out food." We're like, what are you talking about? You're going to bring out food? It's Disney. They bring out food everywhere. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I didn't remember if they give you food or not, but with the animatronics, it's on par with the Tiki Room, would you say? Uh, I mean, there's a lot more animatronics, I would say, in the Tiki Room with, with the Tiki Room. Right. Right, with the, the, the birds and everything. I mean, how many animatronics are in the Tiki Room? There's a lot of there's birds. There's a lot. There's not that many animatronics, but I would say this animatronic that they have, would you say it's an animatronic, Jen? Oh, no, they're completely animatronics, and that's why, and there's more animatronics at the one at Disneyland, which is why oh, I really? rated that one higher, yes. I mean, you have the, what, the octopus, or what is it, the squid that's, like, on top of the, I guess we'll get more of that here in the history, so hold Cracking. on tight. Yeah, hold on tight. What? Hold on tight. Hey, what was our conversation about the Kraken before? Do you remember one of the episodes? We were trying to figure out if it's a Kraken or a, a squid. squid. Yeah. 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 I don't remember a result. The idea of putting Trader Sam's in the Disney resorts was likely drawn from the inclusion of a tiki bar in Walt Disney's Gleaming City of the Future, the Epcot prototype. The original plans called for an A-frame tiki bar on the outskirts of the residential Greenbelt. There is speculation that the Disneyland Hotel was the chosen location due to the resort's nod towards the classic Disney era of the 50s and 60s. The idea of the bar being connected to the stories of Adventureland and descendant from the Walt Disney World's defunct Adventures Club came about much later in the project. In order to fulfill its purpose as a complimentary bar option to the Grand Californian Hotel's Hearthstone Lounge, it was originally imagined as a posh tiki bar. A couple of months later into construction of the complex, it was decided to name the restaurant after the infamous jungle salesman Trader Sam. I kind of wish this was closer to the Jungle Cruise ride. Yeah, I agree. It would it'd be pretty awesome to do the Jungle Cruise ride and then afterwards or before go get a drink at Trader Sam's. Okay, so think about that logically or logistically. Okay. <laughs> so there's no way if you have a problem getting in, it's tiny, Alex. I think that seating capacity on it is like 40. Maybe it's even less. Um, there's no way there would be a line. It would fill up instantly oh, yeah. mm -hmm. and you would never you. There's no way you could time it out to where you got off the Jungle Cruise and you went there because it's a bar. And so you can't. You know, you can't, I guess you can't time people and say, okay, one drink and then you got to go. Although I say that and I realize, isn't that what happens in uh, Galaxy's Edge? Which, which, what do you mean Galaxy's Edge? In the, in the bar in Galaxy's Edge, don't they give you like a two drink max and then you got to go because of uh, Oh, capacity. I know what you're talking about. With like the, has all like the fizzy drinks and all that. I don't know. I've never the been outpost. in there, but I thought I know that was a thing. About. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I'm not sure if they do that anymore. Maybe they did when it first opened for sure. I'm not sure if they do that anymore. Uh, but I see what you're saying. I mean, if this was in Disney, because there's just so many more people like in the parks, mm -hmm. it would just be insane. Really? It, it, it would be nuts. Yeah, because I mean, it's it's pretty cool. But I mean, they do it. You're right. They do it at Star Wars. They they make it work at Star, they make it work at Star Wars. 
I'm assuming that's a much bigger area. It's, what is it called? Uh, Cantina, Canteen or something like that? I have no idea. Something Oh, canteen. oh Oga's. Oga's Canteen. Thank you, Steve. So Oga's Canteen. Uh, but, you know, when the Jungle Cruise first came out, they originally had uh, uh, kind of like plans to make a restaurant next to the Jungle Cruise. Yeah, there I is a that. restaurant, Skipper's Canteen. Oh, I guess you're right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. What do you mean? Where is that? It's is it... right around the corner from the Jungle Cruise. Yeah. It's like almost when you straight when you walk into um, Adventureland, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of has some. Don't isn't it like kind of out like? Uh, I'm trying to picture. It's an, it's an extension of it's it's newer. Um, it's not anything um, very elaborately decorated from the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never eaten there, um, but I know people that have. Um, our trivia guy has de- he's eaten there within the past year. Um, as he was telling us all about his experience, but, um, it's, um, kind of like exotic foods and things like that. It just kind of looks pretty plain from the outside, but it is absolutely an extension of the jungle cruise. And where is it located? It's right in Adventureland. Like right when you go in. Right to the right. To the right. When you're walking in. Yep. You know, when you're walking into Adventureland, Mm -hmm. it's like right to the right there. That's kind of, isn't there a place, when you walk in eventually on the right, isn't there a place you can get like uh, ice cream? Not yeah, there's a place where you can go, I was just about to say, you can get like the, you can get the, uh, the Dole Whips. The Dole Whips. You can get uh-huh. like the lime it's Dole Whip that? over there. No, I think it's right before it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I think yeah. I know what you're talking about now. I think I know what you're talking about. I think it used to be um, stroller parking. I think I've seen people lined up to go inside. It's really interesting yes. because you really don't think about how many food places there are, but there's like one right there. There's a food place, right? Mm-hmm. And if you go down a little further towards Pirates, there's mm-hmm. a food place like right across right across from there. And then right after that's Pecos Bill. So yeah. there's like three food places there within like five minutes of each other, not even. It's a lot of people to feed. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. There's a lot of people <laughs> to feed. <laughs> but I, I haven't been to that. I haven't been to that restaurant that kind of, you know, this that's uh, kind of connected to Jungle Cruise. And I haven't been to the... Uh, the one by pirates either. The one by pirates looks pretty good. The one, the 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 one that's connected to the Jungle Cruise, you know, that one is. It looks. It's kind of like weird food there, right? It's not really like. It's different. I'm not say weird, but it's like different. Food. I think it's like a lot of fish there. Fish. I there, it's it's not your traditional theme park. It's not traditional like you live in Florida, but fish is weird. It's not weird. I meant like this different. It's different. <laughs> I guess you can say. You know, you're not gonna be able to go there and. uh you know, they have a whole salted fish. I've seen Salt- one of the where they bring out the entire fish whole. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. Travis saying it's not it is it's a um advanced dining or advanced reservation whatever ADR. It's exotic, he it, says. You, so you can't just really walk up to it. Oh, I can walk up to it, all right. Well, I mean you can walk up but you may not get that much further. Well, that's not what you said. <laughs> like, hey, who's this kid? Get out of here. By the way, Tiki Room is episode 41. Oh, good call. No, Steve. Good call, Steve. The backstory of Trader Sam's bar is told through letters on the walls, which spin the tale as Trader Sam decided to open an enchanted tiki bar where his expertise in head-shrinking potions grew into an interest in mixology. Being a very connected man in the import-export business, Sam called on his friends at the Jungle Cruise Navigational Company to help him decorate the bar. With the artifacts provided by them in his letters and photos from his travels, he managed to thoroughly adorn the walls of Trader Sam's. So the question I had here um, was about 20,000 leagues under the sea, right? And the reason why I was bringing that up was because of, you know, why is this theme this after Trader Sam's mm-hmm. if it's like 20,000 leagues under the sea? 
I think it's just connected because it's all sea related, right? Well, and also think about the time. So, um, you know, you're talking about 50s, 60s Disney. So that's 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Yeah. You know, that that ride used to be really close, right? Yes. I'm thinking kind of-ish. 20,000 Leagues um, Under the Sea? What do you mean close? Close to the one in Disneyland, you mean? Yeah. I don't know about no. that. No, that was in Tomorrowland. So, but there, there is a there was a twenty thousand leagues under the sea ride that was pretty beloved. Um, there, you know, and it, and it's it, that kind of similar genre, I guess. You know, sea tropical. Um, there is a a twenty thousand leagues under the sea drink that comes with like a souvenir yeah. glass. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that later. It's awesome. Yeah, I think just because it was so big, they wanted to get something branded onto it that people yeah, knew. Yeah, man. But Trader Sam's like in the middle of a jungle. He's like in the middle of the jungle somewhere, right? Yeah, isn't twenty thousand leagues take place all over the ocean? Yeah, in the okay. ocean. But we're talking about a river. We're talking about the Nile River. Okay, I see. Right? What you're see, saying. I see. I'm just saying. You, it's know, like kinda like, you I, know, rivers feed into oceans. I know, man. But it's kind of like a desolate place <laughs> all by itself. Right, right, you right, know, right, right. And then, yeah, which I think is great because I, I love Trader Sam, and I've, I think that he does deserve a bar. Is he related to Trader Joe's? Maybe. Is it like their brothers? I think that'd be like uh, like step brother, commercial brother. Yeah, uh, family. Yeah, and how things were back then. You know, a lot more people were, were related. They stuck together, type of thing. Maybe I don't know. This <laughs> 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 is a dumb idea. Yeah, That's funny. Yeah. Aside from the classic tiki decor, Trader Sam's contains references to many elements of the Adventureland area of Disneyland. The Jungle Cruise ride introduces Trader Sam as the head salesman of the Jungle Cruise Navigational Company which explains all the tiki memorabilia throughout the bar. Also, in keeping with the bar's Jungle Cruise theme, bartenders are all referred to as skippers, and one of the drinks is called the Schweitzer Falls, which is an infamous landmark in the Jungle Cruise ride. As a nod to the enchanted tiki room, there is a drink called Tiki 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 Rum, and carved tiki figures with slowly moving eyes on each end of the bar that are identical to the ones in the enchanted tiki room attraction. The tiki drummers above the bar near the ceiling are also from the Enchanted Tiki Room. So you can go ahead and buy these these souvenir cups too. They, they cost like 20, 15, 20 bucks though, but you can buy them. Do you have one? Uh, I, I don't think, think I've seen. I don't think I mug. have any. Uh, no, I, don't I have. Think, you I have? do. I'm not sure if you can buy the one with the eyes moving though. Do you think you can? No. That's, those are on the wall. Those are the tiki oh, masks that okay, are fixed okay. on the wall. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, the, the waiters and waitresses mm-hmm. at this place—they're—they are so much fun. I really? mean, yeah, they come out and they like spray you. Like one of the drinks is like a hurricane, which we'll get into later, I guess. Yeah. Um, and so they come out, you know, and they're like, "Oh, there's a storm coming," and the whole place comes to life. Mm-hmm. And there's like wind coming, like in the bar, right? And they come out with like spray bottles and they'll spray everyone with water. Like they're spraying everyone with water. Uh, there's like the zombie drink and they'll come out and they'll put those zombie glasses on and they have like the eyes coming off off of the glasses <laughs> and they're like oh zombie zombie and like the the restaurant changes colors uh so it's I mean, it's a lot of fun the kids i mean you don't think like a bar you can bring a kid to a bar this is a bar that you can bring your kids to they're gonna have fun there's like you know there's like little snacks that the kids can eat there's food that the kids can eat there's drinks like um non-alcoholic drinks there so uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's pretty cool. One thing though is that kids aren't allowed there after a certain time. I don't know if you remember that. I don't so, remember. They yes, open at they, five. Were they allowed there for four hours? 
Yeah, I think it's after nine. Um, you can't just because it it, it is a bar. Mm-hmm. Um, so they don't. I'm pretty sure it's nine o'clock. Wow. Yeah, but this is one of those things at Disney, and I'm not going to say attraction experience, anything at Disney that the that the people work, the cast members mm-hmm. can bring it to life, and they right. can make your experience for you. And the first time I went there, I'm sure it's the same every day, right? Uh, there's rarely I've ever been to Disney some like any time to Disney where a cast member like for Jungle Cruise wasn't good, right? It, I mean, I think it might maybe it's happened like once, but I've been on the ride like a bunch of times, mm-hmm. and mo- I would say 99% of the time the cast members are going to do what they do, and they're going to go ahead and make your time there special. And they did it when I went. I mean, it was special. It was great. It was a lot of fun. The cast members there did. It was it was a experience that I'll never forget. Uh, I can't wait to go back. I've tried to go back there a couple other times after that, and it's always been busy. I haven't been able to get in. Um, so, what do you guys think about it? What do you guys, Jen? What do you think about the the cast members that work there? You know, it's kind of fun because even you know, there's there's several drinks that you can choose from, and you know, there's a different experience that's kind of attached to each one. And so, yeah. and they're they are kind of pricey. Um, I mean, you're on vacation, so you're probably not thinking about that. And but at the same time, you may not order all of those drinks. You know, if there's seven or eight drinks on there, and I think one of them is we talked about later in the history is is really expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to order them all, and you don't want all those experiences to hit you all at once. So it's kind of nice because they're similar. You know, the cast members are doing similar things for other tables, and so yeah. perhaps you don't order the zombie one, but you're still going to get to see the effects when the table next to you mm-hmm. orders the zombie drink and they come out. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to be able to kind of sample at your own table and yet see the other things that other people are getting yeah and i'm sure i'm i'm sure that when you go there someone might see like you know a zombie one they really like the zombie one and they'll probably order a zombie drink because they want to see it again yeah probably yeah. it definitely definitely give you chances to um re-experience it because mm-hmm. you know seeing it from across the bar is different from seeing it in up front even though it's a small place like you said Still, if you see something cool across the bar, you're like, well, next time I come here, I'm going to get that, too, because I want to I want that to happen to me, mm-hmm. you know. But from what you guys described, it sounds like a really cool place. And I I am looking forward to possibly going to it one day for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. And I think that one of the is one of the draws for me is that it's hard to get in. That's a draw. Yeah, man, because I want to go. It makes me want to go. I mean, it's, if it's that good, that it's hard to get in. I want to go. Mm. Right. It's the same thing with Ohana. Ohana is kind of it's hard to get into. And that's also at the poly. It's like, but I mean, I want to go there because it's special. It's special. Mm -hmm. The one thing to note is that the bigger your group is, the harder, at least for the one at, well, probably for both of them. But the larger your group is that you're bringing in there. Like if, if just if just the podcast people came there it would be hard to find a table because we had Mm -hmm. what we had six yeah we had six of us i Mm -hmm. think right joe yeah yeah when we went yeah and Mm -hmm. we took the biggest table in the place yeah but we were all you guys you just gotta get there early you know right i can't imagine if you had much more than that that you would be able to you know they would be able to accommodate you yep i i agree or you'd have to, you'd, they'd be able to accommodate you if you were standing in line and you just have to split it up. Mm-hmm. Other references to Disney franchises featured in the bar include Indiana Jones Bullwhip, a letter from Short Round, a map of the Temple of the Forbidden Eye from Indiana Jones Adventure, the voodoo doll from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, 
and the harpoon from 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. A few references to the Adventures Club at Walt Disney World in Florida can also be found, such as a postcard from Samantha Sterling, a cabaret singer at the Adventures Club, and a letter from Pamela Perkins, the club's president, on an Adventures Club letterhead. Guests can also get a Kungaloosh cocktail, named after the Adventures Club official greeting. What's the Adventures Club? I don't, okay. I don't know that reference. So the Adventures Club is, do you, probably not, remember Pleasure Island? No. I know what you're okay. talking about. So Pleasure Island um, was where... The West Side was, Steve's going to have to correct me on that. Um, but it was basically in um, the 80s and part of the 90s. It was a just a collection of different bars. And that's something when reading this, I'm like, man, we have got to do the history on the Adventurers Club. That is probably my biggest regret is I didn't get the opportunity to go in there before it closed. Um, but it was like a supper club kind of thing um, where it kind of like a supper club murder mystery. I remember my parents did it for a date night once and they had so much fun. But you different rooms, different things happened. Um, but it was the Adventurers Club because it was kind of another tie in to the whole um, you know, 60s tiki room kind of like it wasn't quite tiki room but just that similar era if you know what i'm talking about that 60s adventurer kind of vibe um and so like my parents still talk about it was one of the greatest things that they ever did they had so much fun in there <laughs> so that would be a great one to do the history on because obviously it's gone mm -hmm. um but the um the motto of the adventures club was kungaloosh, kungaloosh. it's kind of like their like battle cry or whatever so um so that's where that name came from and pleasure island that's pretty much uh down um disney springs right well, there was always the Disney Village, which was like the shopping side of it. Mm -hmm. And then later on came Pleasure Island and they had God, they had like a four or five story roller rink bar. Oh, wow. um, there was um, one called I think it was eight tracks and it was a, um, you know, it was like a like a retro. I, I remember going in some of them. The Adventures Club was one of the first ones to close, but it um there, there were all kinds of different ones, lots of really neat things. You could buy a pass and, and bar hop, if I remember correctly. Um, so it, it's something that really would have been a lot of fun to do as an adult. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. yeah I was younger than I was. Able, I, I didn't go to Pleasure Island. I'm showing island. my age. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't make it, Joe? No. No, you're, you're not that much older than me, Jen. Uh, two years older than you. Yeah, I guess that makes a difference when you get. But I grew up. I grew up at Disney. I mean, we. Yeah. I remember walking through Pleasure Island before. Like you can only walk through it a, to a certain time, and then they closed it off, and you had to have admission to get in there. I remember being a kid and, and going through it, mm. and so you know, there's a lot of memories I have in that area. So, uh, you know, if you guys are going to. Trader Sam's. Make sure you guys uh, look look out for the Easter eggs. Go explore explore the bar. Look out for the Easter eggs, uh, and let us know if you uh, find any. A second Disney Tiki Bar, Trader Sam's Grog Grotto, opened in 2015 at Disney's Polynesian Resort at Walt Disney World. It was announced during a Halloween event at the Disneyland Trader Sam's. While the Anaheim location draws its inspiration from the Enchanted Tiki Room and Jungle Cruise attractions at Disneyland, the Grog Grotto incorporates themes from the classic film 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea in addition to the aforementioned attractions. 
Yeah, I think it was a good idea for him to open another one. It it definitely um, is something that was hugely popular over on the West Coast. And so anything like that that happens, if they can find a place to put it over here, they try to, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's it's, it's hugely popular over here. Go ahead, Alex. Um, So the one here is more tied into 20,000 Leagues on the Sea? Is that what I'm getting? Yes. Okay, so they still have, like, the drink over there? They just don't have the items on display? Or is the items we said on display in both locations? The the one, the items on display, like the, the more tiki ones, that is over in the California one, I think. This mm-hmm. one has the big, you know, crack in yeah. and it, because it's the grotto. Mm-hmm. I don't know because I've never really walked around either they're they're both or they're always so crowded that it's not like you could kind of walk around and and look at what's on the wall because of so many people in there and then also if you look at my background you can see that's about the lighting that's in there so it's really? pretty dark yeah. yeah it is really dark so you it's you're visually it's not like you would be able to look you know across the wall you could look at what's immediately in your area at the at your seating location and be like hey that's uh you know from so and so if you knew it but i i don't see how it would be possible to like really walk around and inspect the the decor i guess yeah i agree with you i i do remember that big cracking right in the middle which is awesome and really? comes to life pretty much when they bring out a certain type of drink that's so cool. That's such a cool idea, having things come to life. I mean, the only thing I grew up with things coming to life was that singing bass on my wall. So, uh, this, <laughs> this Billy the Bass. Like, yeah, this seems like a more intense version, which is pretty awesome. It's, yeah, it's a Disney. It's a Disney <laughs> Billy the Bass. And you know what? Just thinking about it just now, it's kind of what would help you make return trips because right. maybe you know you kind of looked at everything and you got the views of the different things that were you know coming to life in one area. So you want to go back and sit in a different area so you can see you know that stuff on the walls and maybe get a different view of stuff. Steve brought up a really good point. You never been to Rainforest Cafe? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another really awesome. Like, that's like a see Rainforest Cafe. I I love Rainforest Cafe. Mm-hmm. It's not like the best food in the world. And people like look at me and they're like, wow, you like Rainforest Cafe? I'm like, yeah, man, I love Rainforest Cafe because the experience. I remember going there as a kid. At the time, it wasn't Disney Springs, you know, but it was like downtown Disney or probably D- Disney Village. And I, uh, I mean, it, it, dude, it was awesome as like a kid. It was awesome. Yeah, like the dinosaur place. Yeah, but the dinosaur place wasn't around when I was there right. as a kid. But I mean, that was, was something was I've kid, never experienced, never experienced before. Obviously, yeah. and to come from from New York, you know, come to Disney Rainforest Cafe, it like blew my mind. And this is this is very similar. This is like the grown up version of Rainforest Cafe, I guess you can say, because this blew my mind. Yeah, it's very magical. Definitely. Trader Sam's uses animatronic lighting, sound effects, and employee interaction when certain drinks are ordered. The basis of this dizzy magic is Trader Sam traveled all over the world to collect the ingredients for Sam's Gorilla Grog, which is his secret base formula for his drinks. He faced many dangers along the way as he sought after these ingredients, and because of this, some of the drinks he serves have mystical powers. Ordering these drinks disturbs the tiki gods, which triggers special effects in the restaurant. They include tiki carvings with moving eyes that slowly move back and forth, an animated shipwreck in a bottle, erupting volcanoes, and barstools that sink slowly into the floor. 
Only specific drinks trigger these responses, such as shipwreck on the rocks. The ship in a bottle above the bar encounters stormy seas and begins to sink. Krakatoa Punch The serene Polynesian scene outside the faux window shows a storm gathering as a volcano begins to erupt. Shrunken Zombie Head Certain bar stools will begin lowering towards the floor. Bartenders can also do this independently of drink orders to have fun with customers. Uh-oh-uh. The bartender rings a bell. People begin chanting a oa 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 and cast members spray water into the air so that it feels like it's beginning to rain. Draft beer. Beer draft handles are carved tiki heads with lighted eyes. When a bartender pulls a draft, tiki drums and chants begin to play. The more drafts that are pulled in succession, the faster the drums and chanting go. I mean, just from this reading this, you can just see how interactive this is. What did we get? I don't don't even remember. Don't even. I mean, I have the mug sitting on my windowsill, but I don't remember what it is. I've had the uh Oa at um, the Disneyland one. That was that was a lot of fun. But I know we ordered something to get the interactive. Maybe somebody else got a zombie head. I don't remember. I, I remember getting the zombie. I think I'm pretty sure I got a zombie head. I think, I think I got the shrunken zombie head. But Jen, at the very beginning, you were saying the one at Disneyland is more interactive. What did, what did you mean by that? So the biggest thing that I noticed in this one is, you know, this is more of the Twenty Thousand Leagues themed. So it doesn't have the tiki, um, the tiki faces with the moving eyes all over the wall so um there's just a lot more moving parts i guess than the one out there mm-hmm. maybe just because of the way that it's set up don't get me wrong i mean this one's really neat too and yeah. it is two completely different experiences i mean and in my memories i'll talk about my experience at the disneyland one because it was there was a really funny memory with that one but um that's that's kind of more of what i was referring to there's more i guess in your face animatronics because the tiki heads and the other things that move at that one are kind of eye level um this from the descriptions of these drinks this sounds really fun i'm surprised they haven't made a restaurant version of this type of stuff like I know they have the one. I know we were just talking about dinosaur and, and, on, T- and um, rainforest cafe. Rainforest cafe, but they don't seem as in depth as the as this. But right? I, I was thinking about it. But they do have these really other places you can go. They have really fun experiences at restaurants. For example, like the Whis- Whispering Canyon. You know, see, I haven't been there. I haven't been there either. But I mean, they they're they. I mean, there's just so many themed restaurants mm-hmm. that are fun to go to at Disney. Right, like Chef Mickey's, a lot of fun to go to. Even Ohana is a lot of fun to go to because of all the cool things that you do in between, like you eating. Um, there's just so many different, like you, you can. There, there's so many at Disney you can go to that have like unique experiences. Yeah, and because because I'm a season pass holder, we go there and we don't think about going to hotels or the resorts, so we don't go there for just eating. You know, we usually eat in the parks. So I guess. In the future, when we start going, we'll have to try to maneuver our um, time there to try to eat at more resorts. Yeah, but you're also you don't like to spend money, and you do you I also do pay hate. for a little bit of the experience. I, I would say you got money. you got. I mean, this money has got to go to some of these cast members <laughs> that give you that experience. But you have the memory, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's a trip to Disney, so you have to you have to plan it ahead. Or you do it as something like we've we've done some of these restaurants and experiences just, um, you know, my husband and I will almost like a date night kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Just 
to kind of mitigate costs a little bit and, you know, go out and try the things. And, you know, there comes a point in time where your kids are kind of ambivalent about things, especially if they grow up with Disney, where you're like, hey, we're going to go to Disney for dinner. And they're like, okay, whatever. Yeah. So, well, now you're not going. <laughs> and they're like, good. And I'm like, dang it, that backfired on me. <laughs> well, some of the food's so good at Disney, too, man. Like, Ohana's is great, you know? I know when I was a kid, I didn't care about how good food was. No? No. Oh, you're crazy. Quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. There is a tribute to Joe Rode, a famous Disney Imagineer in the form of a tiki mask with familiar earrings. There is a picture of Sam with Jack Sparrow on the wall. Imagineers shopped for decorations for about a year at swap meets, eBay, flea markets, and antique stores. The signature drink at Walt Disney World is the Nautilus that comes in a ceramic bowl shaped like Captain Nemo's submarine. Start saving your pennies now because it will set you back $52. Whoa, wow. $52 for a ceramic bowl. But it's in shape of Captain Nemo's submarine, which is pretty cool. That's looking. pretty awesome, yeah. Do you, get to, do you get to keep it or no? Yeah, of course you get to keep it. <laughs> yeah, you get to keep it. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be $50 to look at it. The Diz His thinks Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar and Gra Grotto are amazingly thing locations that are a must-visit when visiting these resorts. They are amazing places to grab a drink and some food while being entertained with the in-depth theming. Over 9,000 Disney World workers have been laid off because of this unusual time. Even more in California. Cast Member Pantry is a food bank in Orlando that specializes in supplying unemployed cast members with food and necessities. We here at DizHiz think this is a great cause, and that is why during the months of November and December, if you sign up for our Patreon, we will donate that money straight to Cast Member Pantry for both November and December. You get all the benefits of joining our goof group, as well as helping people that brought joy and happiness to your trips to the park. Just visit patreon.com slash 65 if you want to just donate to Cast Member Pantry, you can visit their Facebook page at castmemberpantry.com. Any donations are greatly appreciated. That's patreon.com slash 65 or castmemberpantry.com. Ever thought about moving closer to the parks? Imagine being able to drive to the park whenever you wanted. If that's the case, then you must use Streamline Mortgage Solutions. Interest rates are the lowest they have ever been, so if you're thinking of refinancing, now is the time. Streamline will let you know over the phone if it's the best decision for you. They have been helping customers with mortgages and refinancing all over Florida for 15 years. Michael and Patty from Windermere, Florida use Streamline Mortgage Solution, and here's what they had to say about the experience. My wife and I couldn't be happier with the service and support we received from Brian and Leanna at Streamline for our recent home purchase. They provided excellent communication throughout their application and approval process of our mortgage, and we would certainly work with them again in the future for our next purchase. Visit StreamlineFlorida.com to get in touch with an experienced Streamline team member who will assist you every step of the way, supplying you with services other companies can't. Contactless services are also available upon request. That's StreamlineFlorida.com, S-T-R-E-A-M, LineFlorida.com. And make sure to let them know this has sent you. Memories, memories, memories. Memories, memories, memories. Memories, 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 memories. 
Memories, everybody. Listen to my memories. Okay, Jen, you got any memories? So my memory has to do with the um, the Disneyland one. So my our first trip taking our kids to Disneyland, I want to say my son was probably mm, four or five. And so we made sure we went earlier so we could take the kids because we really wanted to experience this. And so we got seated and my son, who's normally fairly chatty, would not talk, sat there like a statue, wouldn't order a drink, wouldn't, wouldn't <laughs> eat anything, would not move. The only thing he would move was his eyes. And I can't even, I have pictures of it because we were laughing so hard. He did not open his mouth the entire time we were there. Not one word. And so um, finally we figured out, I don't know if they spooked him or if it was um, just him emulating it, but the tiki masks, their eyes constantly move. And so I don't know if he, that was him just doing the same thing or what, but that was the reason he said after we left that he did not open his mouth and say one word the entire time we were in there. Sounds peaceful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty weird, huh? Yeah, it's not normal for him for sure. So what about you, Joe? What's your memory? Uh, my memory is just, I was going been there once. So I was going with you guys and your neighbors, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, we all went. It was a lot of fun. I uh, remember, you know, this, the whole bar pretty much came to life with every drink that was ordered, with everything that was going on. It was definitely a really cool experience. It was a lot of fun. Um, I cannot wait to go back again. Right? Because, I mean, like Rainforest Cafe, the whole restaurant comes to life. Very similar. I feel like Rainforest Cafe is huge, yeah. right? This is smaller, so it's more intimate, and it's more. Right. This is. It feels like more is going on. Like How long ago say. was that? You were there. Jen, I don't know, Jen. I don't know. It was like four or five years ago. No, not that long. What? No, it was. I think three it was years a year ago? or two ago at the most. <laughs> what did I say? Five years. You said like four. Yes. Or five. Yeah. Yeah. I, I bet you it was like four years ago. No way. It's insane one. Well, we've been in COVID for a year, so almost. (laughs) So that's true. Yeah. (laughs) I think I think think people are just like skipping out on this year. It's like (laughs) uh, whatever, it's not even a year. People don't even remember. (laughs) We look back at dates, it's like 2018, 2019, 2021. Jen, think about this for a second, okay? Right? We COVID for a year and then we went to Alaska that summer, right? So that year we didn't go that year. So we're getting towards maybe three years ago, three, four years ago. Labor Day. It wasn't a summer thing. Oh, it's a day for labor. Yeah, so it was just, it was a while ago, I guess. <laughs> why you, Why does it make a difference? I'm just curious uh, how long it's been since you've been there. Yeah. How about you, Alex? Any memories? Nope. 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 <laughs> it's a big N-O. Yeah. <laughs> but I will make one eventually. Has life got you down? Tired of working 40 plus hours a week? Ready for a storybook dream vacation? Check out storybookdestinations.com to book your vacation and get special trip reports and insider information. Don't let planning overwhelm you. Let the team at Storybook Destinations make your plans for your next Disney vacation. Check out storybookdestinations.com to plan your next storybook dream vacation now. Oh, well, actually, you know, we got some news to share. News slash Disney slash news. Alex, we actually booked uh, 
Oh, we yes. We back booked the Treehouse Villa, so we're going to be going <laughs> at the end of the... I was looking like, what are you well, What are you setting me up for? Because I have no idea what's happening edit, right now. You're going to edit it, edit all that out, whatever. The oh, music. Yeah, no, we're not going to edit that out. That was perfect. <laughs> yeah, I have yeah. no idea. I was looking at you like, you, I was looking at you like a deer con headlights. I know. I have no idea what you're talking about. So we booked Treehouse Villas. Yes. We're going to be going at the end of the month, which is yes. going to be a lot of fun. We're thinking about doing like a little live thing out there. For our Patreons. I've heard we're thinking about that. Yeah, I got to do is bring the laptop and I'll bring, I'll bring the board and some mics. We'll, we'll be good. I, yeah. I'm fine with it. I know what to do. Yeah, we'll record like a little thing out there. This treehouse, we'll be staying like in a treehouse. The reason why is because we have to use some DVZ points because we didn't book our points correctly. Mm-hmm. I guess we didn't save them correctly. So we have to use them, right? So some of our family, we booked Animal Kingdom Lodge for them for a couple nights. It's and then, cool. yep, and we're going to go to Treehouse Villas, which is going to be a lot of fun uh, for two nights. Um, and this is over at Saratoga. And you're pretty much staying like in a treehouse and in the middle of the woods. That sounds cool. Uh, but I'm looking forward to going out there. Also, we booked Alani, right, yes. Jen? So that's super exciting. So it, was a big, it was a big week for that. Yeah. So hopefully we go into Alani in June and maybe you and I can do an episode out there in, in Hawaii. We can do it of me on the airplane being scared. The whole time. <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah, That'd just me the whole one. time. All you'll hear is like this me shaking, like my legs, like this bouncing up and down, like, oh my gosh, what's going on? What's going <laughs> on? Yeah, I'm excited about that uh, That booking in the end of the month. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. My daughter was so excited. Oh man, she was she so excited. Yeah, yeah. Well, we watched Mandalorian, but we're going to talk about that here in a little bit, do a little yeah. Mando review, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah. But Jen, what did you do in the world of Disney? Um, Booked a big elaborate trip. That was it. <laughs> That was it. Yeah, that that takes that takes a long time, right? It did take a long time. Yeah, it does because you have to go ahead and like mess with all your points and book it all, and yeah, it's definitely kind of stressful too. And I didn't even do it. It's stressful for me. Wait, so this is your points? Yeah. To Hawaii? Yeah. These are DVC points because Alani's a Disney resort. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought Hawaii was. I didn't know that was connected to Disney at all. Yeah, it's a Disney resort. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, Alex, what do you do in the world of Disney? What I do in Disney? Uh, not too much, honestly. Nothing to report. Well, you, you watched High School Musical three? Oh yes, I did watch High School Musical three. We watched one and two like forever ago, over and over and over and over. My daughter never went to watch number three. She finally agreed to watch number three, and it was pretty bad. Was it the same actors or no? Actresses? It was all the same actors, yeah. But the third one was worse than the one and two for sure. Really? Yeah. I don't know what happened. What's your favorite one? I'd say probably number one. Number one's the best one, but. Upon watching it, because we've seen zombies since, we're, we, me and Christine and I will each other like, zombies is so much better than this. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to do an episode on zombies. I'm going to bring Nick in so he can talk about it. Oh, yeah. Sounds like a good idea. <laughs> yeah, because he loves zombies. Yeah. You know, there's nothing better than smelling that Disney smell. If it's walking into your favorite Disney resort or entering your favorite Disney attraction. Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company offers an array of Disney-inspired scents in their home fragrance line, wax melts, scented candles, and room sprays. To bring your favorite Disney scents to your home, check them out at magicallyscented.com. Uh, so let's go ahead and talk about Mandalorian. Yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, so what'd you guys think of it? Alec, what'd you think of Mandalorian? I thought it was awesome. Um, upon watching it, it definitely got that sweet uh, spaghetti western feel. Yeah. Which is amazing. <laughs> uh, I I used to play Dungeons & Dragons 
Uh, we also played a Star Wars tabletop RPG, and this would be a great scenario for a tabletop RPG, playing in Tatooine like a spaghetti, spaghetti Western style. Mm-hmm. It's just a cool concept to have for the Mandalorian being like a Western. Um, and then the actor they had in it. Yeah. Um, I don't know his, his name. Probably should have looked it up, but I know him from things. I know he was on Longmire, which is like he was like a sheriff, I think, on there. Mm-hmm. And it was very Western as well. Yeah. Uh, so he played that role really well. When I heard his voice, I knew exactly who it was. Yeah, he's he. Uh, well, so he he's been in a lot of stuff. He is in the Santa Clara Diet on Netflix, mm-hmm. right? He's like the husband. He's on Fargo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in the new Fargo. He's on that show. Yep. He's he's been in a bunch of stuff. He's in also something else recently we were watching. And then I saw him. I was like, ah, oh, I didn't really t- take him for this type of role. Right. So when he came in, he had Boba Fett stuff on. I was calling him the uh, Bobo Bo- Boba. The what? The Bobo <laughs> Boba. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I thought it was Boba Fett's armor, but I was like, is it? I don't know. Maybe it just looks like it. I didn't want to jump to conclusions. Um, but later on, I was like, yeah, it's definitely his armor. It's pretty cool. I love the backstory. I love the the whole storyline was amazing. We we knew it was Boba Fett's armor right away, but you could tell it was ill-fitting. So you knew, I, I liked how that was kind of like the arc of, you know, from the last season, is it coming, is, is Boba coming back? And then this person walks in wearing his armor and clearly you can tell it's not his. Right. So that was kind of a cool, you know, then you're like, oh, he's really not back. But then. At the end, you you see him, right? Who? Boba Fett. Why do you say it's Boba Fett? I don't see. That's why I said too. But if you go to IMDb, oh, it's is it the Boba actor? Fett. If you go to IMDb, oh, it says Boba Fett. He looks familiar. It's the actor, right? Yeah. Oh. It's the actor. Yeah, it's the actor. Well, it's okay. The, it's the actor for Django Fett. Well, yeah, but that's Boba Fett. I know exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He looked familiar, but I didn't make the connection with his face for some reason. I don't. I don't know, but like, that is him. Yeah. You didn't look it up like right after. No. That was like the first thing I did after. I was like, oh, is that the actor? And it oh was. no, yeah, I yeah. like I like to I like to watch things play out. Oh yeah, yeah. Well. You know, but uh, people, if you go to IMDb, it says Boba Fett, right? Right. But it could be Captain Rex from- uh, It could be any clones. Exactly. Yeah, it could So be we'll clone. see what happens, you know, but IMDb just says Boba Fett. Yeah. No, that was a great episode. The The story arc was amazing. I love the Sand People in it and oh, how so do I, they man. were. So um, do I. I like Sand People. I think they're pretty cool yep. characters. Um, I think it was, if this is the beginning of the season, uh, the season's going to be amazing, I think. first Better than the first season, I think. You think so? I so think far, this first episode is better than the fir- very first episode. Yeah, I, I, well, you know, can we, let me go through it. First time I watched it, I wasn't a big fan. I'm not going to lie. Episode, to you. yeah, but I think I was half tired. The second time I watched, it, I think that I was just so tired. Uh-huh. The first time I watched it, I was just like, "Is this going to end?" The second time I watched it, uh-huh. uh, it was. I definitely saw how it was. I think it was better than the first episode. Well, I don't know, man. The first episode of the first season is when you find out Baby Yoda's there, yeah, the child, right, right, which is cool. I love the opening. Of this one, this season. Yeah. Right? Yeah, With the guy yeah. and he goes into that thing and uh, he just whoops up on everyone. Like yeah, my yeah. favorite part is that when the guy goes to try to punch him and he throws his head. Oh, into it? Into the hand. Yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Bam. You know, right? Yeah, yeah, That was so cool. <laughs> uh, I love the whole thing where, dude, he's just, a, he's just awesome. He is awesome. Right? And uh, it was a real cool opening. Uh, I like going to Tatooine. Yeah. I love that lady. That lady's good. Oh, and those little droids. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. she's cool. Droids. That's so fun. And she's like, oh, you little wombat. She's like, uh, you know, how much for him? Just joking. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> Not Whatever, really. you know? This guy splits. Let me have the other one. <laughs> right? <laughs> that, 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 that whole thing's hilarious. Uh, it changes. This changes the whole Star Wars, like, story. 
If you think about it, that change, well, it puts like, you know, everyone thought Boba Fett was dead, right? Mm-hmm. If he's alive, I mean, that well, that's a pretty big part of the, the Star Wars story. We just we just said he could be dead. It could be a clone. Doesn't yeah, have to be him. That's, I mean, it's very true. So. But but it, but I think it's Boba. It's, I mean, it's got to be right. The whole thing. I didn't really think about it. I thought that the the armor on the guy looked so. It, it looked it looked like it didn't fit. I didn't really really think that it was supposed to be that way. I just, I just thought it looked stupid. But that that should have given a hint that this is not his armor type of thing. You know, because right. it's not made for him. Yeah. Really, yeah, you didn't get that right away, well, like looks, instantly no. looking. Well, look, at I it. thought it this looked stupid. I was like, this guy looks like a like a dingus over here. You know, the marshal walking in here. I think I thought it looked stupid, but it this makes sense now. It was supposed to look stupid, I guess you can say. I right. was I was very shocked when he took his helmet off. Oh, so was I, because I thought he was a Mandalorian, and then he took his helmet. Like I was like, what? Why is he taking his helmet off? What is he doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see more of the child, man. I want to see more of him doing things. I really know? could care less about the child, honestly. Not me, for man. real. I could Why? care less. I mean, he's like I... one of like the best characters in Star no. Wars is Yoda. Mm. Probably one of the best characters ever made of any movie. Okay, so I would put Palpatine over Yoda any day. Well, because that's your evil. So Yoda is not the best character in Star Wars, <laughs> and therefore the child is not the best character in this Mandalorian. Mm, yeah. Mandalorian sure, is sure. the best character. Mandalorian. Yeah, he's pretty good. And I could do without the whole child. I know. I that 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 I love the child. Mandalorian man. going mm-hmm. around kicking butt, p- taking names. The Sand People man was it was hilarious when they had the guy go out there to what what are those animals called, Jen? Like the buffalo looking animals. Do you know what they're called? Oh my gosh! Yes, he said it ban- sometimes. Ban- banthas. Banthas. Yeah. Okay, right. So when he goes over there, and then he goes to like put it as bait, mm-hmm. and then he kind of hears that worm monster coming. What's the worm monster called? I forget. It has like the worm monster, right? So yeah. the worm monster comes out and he eats the the sand person. Right. Right? And doesn't even eat the bait. And then the sand people are like, they look up and they're like all surprised. They're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, love that. I think that part's so funny. <laughs> yeah. During that whole uh, sequence, a lot of sand people perished. Not a lot of humans. Yeah. 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 So Jen, what'd you think of the episode? Oh, I absolutely loved it. And I love watching my son's reaction to it because he's very excited. He's easily excitable. And so that's just as much fun. He he was probably going crazy. Oh, he was completely because you know how much he loves uh, Boba Fett and Jango Fett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he's like yelling at the TV, you know, he's watching it. So, you know, my husband and my son and I watched it together and he was like yelling at the TV at the end and him and, you know, his dad are talking excitedly about it and, and you know, he's looking stuff up right away on the phone. And so that was, yeah, I enjoyed watching it with him a lot. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to watch it again. This this one of those this one of those shows that and my son also watched it this time. Like he wasn't really into it. He's getting older, mm-hmm. so he was more into it this time. And it's just one of those shows that you can just watch with your family, you know, and kind of enjoy the Star Wars universe, and you know, wait for Fridays to sit around, wait for Mandalorian to come out, and uh, it's it's really it's cool. I'm I'm definitely enjoying it. I think it's great. I was telling Chris the other day, I said, I wish they would release three movies a year of Star Wars. Three but movies? But it doesn't have to be Star Wars like what we're thinking of. It could be a rom-com on Tatooine. Oh, wow. I don't care. It could be a murder mystery on a different planet. I don't care what it is. It just has to be in Star Wars universe. Uh-huh. They can expand into different genres. But you, And you know, you you we've talked about this before, kind of yeah. like, like in Star Trek, you know, and there's now that cartoon. It's mm-hmm. not the, it's the one cartoon where it's like Star Trek. Yeah, Lower Decks. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just like about the people who live on the ship, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's not about, you know. Well, they, they, they're, 
their crewmen. Yeah, yeah. And you kind of talked about this. You said that they should do this and they did do it, right? And I agree yeah. with you. I think they should just make, but they are kind of doing it with Star Wars. This is, this is a good example of it. This, this is, is a great example. Yeah, yeah. They it's should a, do more things like this. Exactly. Yeah, yep. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you. But it's all about casting and it's all about directing too, because this could have gone a completely different way and been beyond yeah. cheesy. And instead of sitting here and, and singing its praises and everything like that, we could be sitting here going, oh my gosh, did you see that episode? <laughs> so it really does, you know, Jean Favreau has, he, he kind of does no wrong. So yeah. any Disney project should. he is, is um, affiliated with, you almost feel like, you know, it's going to be successful except for swingers. That that's a whole other. <laughs> wow, this is young. He's young. That was a good. That's a that's like a has a cult following. Yeah, it does. With uh, Vince Vaughn. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But, but we're, small cult following. <laughs> uh, but Jen, how you were saying that it could be like you know it could be like a dud, pretty much, uh-huh. kind of like the Star Wars Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'd, hey, if John Favreau was part of that team, that would have been aces. That's the his on Trader Sam's Grog Grotto and Tiki Bar. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHis65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHis. DizHis.